Football is officially back, and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia, and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nora Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday's show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok and Twitter at Ringer NFL. It's the Ringer Gambling Show presented by FanDuel. The road to the NBA Finals starts now and FanDuel is the best place to get in on the action. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Quick Bets, which are back and better than ever for the NBA playoffs on FanDuel. Find what you're looking for faster and easier with more props right at your fingertips. You can check out live bets like 3-Minute Markets, and exclusive live bets like quarter player props, player assist combos, and more. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit rg-help.com to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus, 18 plus, and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler and visit rg-help.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of activewear that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it you can work out in it. You can go outside. You can go shopping down in your local wherever. And you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. Welcome back to the Rastradamus Show. It's yours truly, Raheem Palmer, a.k.a. the Rastradamus. And as always, y'all know how it's going down. We got a special, special guest in the building. We got my main man. He's the lead sports writer at both thelines.com and Katina Media. Eli Hershkovich, what's good? How you going? How you doing, man? Good, man. Thanks for having me on. Pump the talks in week seven NFL. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a really exciting time. Well, it's a weird week because... This week in particular, we got like six backup quarterbacks. I mean, we could see C.J. Beathard. We could see Brian Hoyer, Aiden O'Connell, um, Tyson um, Baggett. We could see P.J. Walker, Gardner Minshew, even Tyrod Taylor again. So how are you approaching this week with all the backup quarterbacks, all the uncertainty? Tell us about your process when you're handicapping something like that. Yeah, no, it's definitely difficult. But take Tyrod Taylor, for instance, right? a quarterback that we at least have some familiarity with, and he was able to cover a big number, granted against a banged-up Bills defense in its own right on Sunday Night Football, but still keep that game competitive. And then now you flip over to Commanders-Giants on Sunday. That spread is around one and a half, two in Washington's favor. And you look back at Week 6, Tyrod, top 10 in EPA plus CPOE composite. So... 
it's difficult to definitely handicap backup quarterbacks and kind of insert them into your ratings that use priors and use all these different metrics that go into offenses and defenses. But at least we have some familiarity with a guy like him, unlike maybe an Aiden O'Connell that truly just has a one game NFL sample size or Tyler Badgett for the Chicago Bears. Yeah, it's, it's, it's really tough. I mean, I don't know what to do with Tyler Badgett. And, you know, I look at that game and I see the Raiders laying three on the road and I want to take the Bears, but it's a complete unknown, unknown with Tyson, um, Tyson Badgett. So um, I'm probably going to stay away from that game. Now, the one other thing that I found interesting is that this year in particular, I mean, you look at unders. I mean, they're absolutely crushing. I don't know how many totals you do, but NFL unders are 56, 36, and 1, 61% this season. It's the best rate for under since 1991 through the first six weeks. And then if you look at the last four weeks, unders are 41, 19, and 1, 68.3%. So, I mean, you're just looking at these games and like I think after stats, they put this out. This week, 25 <laughs> NFL teams scored 21 points or, or fewer. And that's the most different team scoring 21 points or fewer in a single week in NFL history. So you look at all the backup quarterbacks. You look at the fact that these games are going under. Do you feel like the market is going to adjust? And how are you approaching these totals? Yeah, I'm usually an under better myself. I think I've only bet two totals this year. So I love the trend for what it's worth <laughs> through, through six weeks. But I do think the market will correct itself. And you look back at a game like Dallas and LA on Monday night, poor mm-hmm. red zone efficiency and then some. Not only will the market correct itself, but you have to think that this inadequate play inside the 20-yard line will also do the same thing and we'll start to see better efficiency from better offenses like Dallas and like the Chargers that have upper echelon quarterbacks. Yes, you can question their coaches. And I I know Mike McCarthy had his play sheet shown on Monday Night Football on national TV. I'm assuming 90% of those plays were Tony Pollard runs, dives up the middle. But you have to think he himself will adjust inside the 20-yard line. So either way, I think we'll start to see more overs come to fruition. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of hoping so. I mean, I had the Baltimore Ravens and the Tennessee Titans game going over in London. I think I had it 40 and a half. And these two teams went a combined two for 10 in the red zone. And you saw Baltimore. I mean, they passing the ball up and down the field. And then when they get in the red zone, they're just running the ball and it's not successful. So it was very frustrating. Um, Interestingly enough, there's only been two totals which have been bet up this week. It's been Pittsburgh Steelers, Los Angeles Rams. That's been bet up for 42 to about 44. And then the other one that's been bet up, San Francisco 49ers, Minnesota Vikings. That's been bet up as well. But everything else has just been taken sharp under money. Um, so we'll get into more totals this week. But you have two games that you like. So I think the first one, we're going to go with the Baltimore Ravens and the Detroit Lions. What's your thoughts on that game? Yeah, I bet the Ravens, when this line was sitting at Baltimore minus two and a half early Monday morning, it spiked up to three. I would still take Ravens minus three. And I know Lions betters are extremely happy. And then some considering they're what? Five and one against the numbers so far. You have an ultra efficient offense under one of the better play callers in the NFL and Brian Johnson. Jared Goff is somehow an MVP candidate. And I get it. But you look at who this Lions defense has played and they're 
top 10 in EPA per play allowed and top 12 in opposing success rate, but they haven't faced any sort of ultra efficient quarterbacks at the same time. You look at week one against Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs without Travis Kelsey. On top of the fact that the Chiefs didn't have Chris Jones on the defensive side of the ball, albeit the Chiefs have been struggling as a run defense collectively, even with Jones back. Week three against Desmond Ritter and the Atlanta Falcons. Last week against Baker Mayfield, who has historically struggled against pressure. Now you get a Ravens offense that, like you said, was humming outside of their inefficient red zone play against the Titans. And I know the success rate and EPA per play have both diminished over the course of the game for Todd Munkin and Lamar Jackson. So if you want to go with that trend and say it continues against a Lions defense that is playing up to par against inferior competition or poor competition, then I get it. But I also think Munkin is going to get this offense right eventually for a full four quarters. And let's not forget that Lamar Jackson is also operating at it at least an above average efficiency over the first six weeks. So I trust Baltimore in this spot. This game also reminds me a lot of Chargers Ravens from what? 2021, very similar juncture in the season. And the spread was also pretty much identical. Everyone was in love with Brandon Staley and this new look Chargers team. And that was at a time where the Chargers were going for it seemingly every fourth down. And the Ravens covered and won the game pretty comfortably by at least a couple possessions. I'm not saying I'm going to bet an adjusted Ravens line, but considering my power ratings and I have Baltimore at least four ticks ahead of Detroit, I'm trusting that. I'm trusting my priors. And I would bet, again, the Ravens at anything at three, minus three or better. The NFL season is going strong and FanDuel wants to help you enjoy it even more with two great offers. That's right. Two great offers. Right now, new customers can bet $5 and get $200 in bonus bets back guaranteed. Plus, all customers get a profit boost every day so you can boost your winnings even more. Me personally, I look at that Thursday night football game and I see a banged up Trevor Lawrence. I see a Saints team was going under in 15 out of their last 16 games, including like 12 straight. Neither one of these teams are scoring points. Me personally, I like that under 40. So you can grab that for Thursday Night Football. Now is the best time to join FanDuel. The app is easy to use, and you can bet on everything from spreads to player props and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash gamblers and get into the NFL action with offers you don't want to miss. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 21 and up in President Select States. Bet $5, get $200 offer. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Daily profit boost token offer. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable profit boost taken. Restrictions apply, including token expiration. See terms for both offers at sportsbook.fanduel.com. This episode is brought to you by Viore. I love sports. I know you do too. I also know that lots of you exercise, but if you're like me and my wife, the, the beloved sports gal, you're sick and tired of ugly, uncomfortable workout gear, especially, you know, I do a lot of walking. I walk around LA. I make calls. I listen to podcasts. Here are two words that will change everything. Viore clothing, a line of active wear. 
that is unbelievable. The best thing about Viore is you can lounge around in it, you can work out in it, you can go outside, you can go shopping down in your local wherever, and you never feel like you're either underdressed or overdressed. You're just comfortable. You can wear it when you're training, traveling, lounging around the house. Go get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet. Here's the deal. Our listeners get 20% off their first purchase at viori.com slash Simmons. Once again, V-U-O-R-I.com slash Simmons. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. So this is interesting because when I saw that line, I initially thought Ravens minus two and a half. I got to jump on it. And I didn't jump on it. And all the Sharps jumped on it. And I'm I'm really pissed that I didn't get it. Um, you mentioned all the quarterbacks that the Lions played. I mean, when you look at these guys' EPA for play, I mean, Desmond Ritter, 29th. Bryce Young, 24th. Jordan Love, 26th. Baker Mayfield, 10th. And we know, know he struggles against pressure. And we know, I always say there's only so long fake does can pretend. And last week we saw that he wasn't who he was and he had to regress. So I wanted to play it from that standpoint. But as I'm digging more into this game, I'm a little concerned about the Ravens as well for a couple of reasons. And we talk about the Lions quarterbacks, but look at who the Ravens have played. C.J. Stroud in his first game. Dorian Thompson-Robinson. I mean, you're looking at Joe Burrow with one cap. Kenny Pickett, 33rd in EPA could play. Gardner Minshew, 25th. Anthony Richardson, 28th. Ryan Tannehill, 22nd. And then Malik Willis. So as much as I feel like the Lions haven't played anybody, I'm not sure if the Ravens have played anybody. Now, I, I trust Harbaugh, and I think when I look at this Ravens team, they have the pedigree to be able to win in these spots. But one other thing also concerns me is the London trend. You know, teams returning from overseas without a bye They've been tail, tied or trailing at some point in the fourth quarter in like every single game in NFL history. <laughs> I mean, outside of that Jaguars game. So, um, and then also you look at, you know, they tend to go over their team. So I think they've gone over in seven out of the, the 12 games. And, you know, what what was it? The Texans and the last one, um, the Texans, the Giants and the Colts. They all missed it within a point. And we know the Giants, they probably should have scored twice. So that is the only thing that concerns me about that. But I think you are on the sharp side. So um, I wish you the best of luck. I haven't decided what I'm going to (laughs) do yet, but I I think you're on the sharp side here. So there was another game that you have. And I I think I found this interesting because it's the Packers versus the Denver Broncos. The Packers are actually favored in this game. And I think there were two two point favorites at one point. It's down to one. The preseason look-ahead line on this game was Denver Broncos minus three and a half. So what's your thoughts on this game? Yeah, and I want to just go back to one quick thing that you brought up with the London trend. We can take that and, you know, trends in general, I'm not saying that they don't provide good context, but everyone wants to use a metric or a trend in their favor, right? So you brought up the Colts-Jags game from last week. And Jacksonville dominated that game from the get-go. You look back at the Falcons-Texans game the week prior, I believe, when Atlanta, or two weeks prior to that, when Atlanta got demolished against Jacksonville in London, they beat the Texans. You look back to last season when the Giants beat the Packers in London, they come back against Baltimore and have that insane fourth quarter 
against the Ravens and and win that one and cover and and of course come out victorious. So yes, London trends and maybe the travel back for Baltimore will be a disadvantage. But again, I, I think trends and context in in any sort of direction can be pointed in a positive or a negative for the for a team. Yes, M- more so than not. Teams coming back from London do struggle, but I don't think it's in every case scenario where you can necessarily bank on that for the Ravens. But back to what you were mentioning with the Broncos and Packers. This one is so tough to gauge because I have lost four bets on Denver so far this season. And back to your initial point from the get-go of how do I bet on the NFL when there are when there is a backup quarterback? How do I bet on the NFL in general? I'm usually trusting my model. And it's not like I'm not adjusting my model throughout the season where I've continuously downgraded the Broncos, but I've continuously found value in Denver. And I know much of the Sharp community has as well. That doesn't mean that the Sharp side, whether it's closing line value or not, is always right. But I do think my, whether it's been negative variance that has gone my way, Denver got outgained by the Chiefs in yards per play. Does that mean Kansas City should have covered? No, because Denver was covering that game with three minutes left. And you would expect the Broncos against Patrick Mahomes to have a shot to cover that game within a big number, considering Mahomes does such a good job of milking the clock, along with the fact that the Chiefs have been susceptible to backdoor covers in recent years. Unfortunately for me, that didn't go my way, but I still like Denver. I haven't bet it just yet, but I, depending on the way the market plays the Aaron Jones injury and if the market comes back on Green Bay, which is why I'm waiting to see if I can get a better number on Denver, the Broncos defense perform, performed much better against Kansas City. It was a short week, so maybe you take that with a grain of salt, but the Broncos defense in general has played better with Justin Simmons back in the lineup ever since he came back against the Jets a couple of weeks ago and has kind of solidified the back end of that defense. They've also gotten some reinforcements on the defensive front. You're going up against a quarterback that I downgrade in a big way in terms of his value against the number or lack thereof in Jordan Love. I've continued to downgrade him over the course of the season. So even with Jones back in the lineup, that also depends on how you value running backs in general. But Love is bottom 10 in so many metrics, whether it's dropback EPA plus CPOE composite or adjusted EPA per play, if you want to look at that metric with a narrower narrow lens. So while Russell Wilson didn't play well himself against Kansas City, I have upgraded Denver's defense slightly with Simmons back in the lineup. I also think Denver will be able to run the ball against a pretty poor Packers run defense that We've seen consistently year to year under Joe Barry. So believe it or not, man, I think I may be going back to the well with with Denver if this number gets a little bit higher and maybe we get a better money line price than just even money on Denver here as the week moves along. Yeah, I think I may find myself on this side too. And it's kind of frustrating because I've been back in Denver as well. I I had Denver against Kansas City and I just felt like if, you know, the one theme that we've seen from Denver this year is that the offense has actually played well outside of that Kansas City game. And I just felt like if we got if we got another touchdown, I felt like we were good. And I actually felt like they were live to win that game at different points. And it just didn't work out. But um, Denver at home, there's no reason why the Packers should be laying points in this spot. So I totally agree with you. I, I think you had, you know, both picks are like extremely sharp. So um, 
Do you want to let um before we move on? Do you do any baseball? I I bet baseball very frequently. I took uh I took Milwaukee when they were down in the wild card series to Arizona, and that didn't work out. I took them when they were down 0-1. I thought I was on the sharp side of that play, but unfortunately, Milwaukee just couldn't score with runnies, runners in scoring position. I think their expected batting average um, was dramatically different from what they produced when you look at surface level uh, batting average. But I, I, yeah, I don't bet baseball nearly as much as I used to. It's kind of like my day to day. My life has changed, so I don't bet mm. MLB on a day to day basis as frequently as I used to. But what about you, Reem? Um, I pick my spots a little here and there. Um, I, 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 I've been hitting the Phillies. Um, so that's been good. Um, you know, I had the Texas Rangers yesterday. Um, actually, we had the over as well. So, um, I pick my spots with baseball, but. What I really want to say is I want to give out the Astros right now. I want to give out the Astros um, for game three. I mean, we look at Astros. I mean, they've been a juggernaut on the road this season. A lot of people think the series is over. Astros are 53-30 on the road this year, um, just 40 and 45 at home. <laughs> and, you know, they performing better on the road in every offensive cat- category. I mean, home runs, um, runs, batting average, OPS. I mean, so... I'm going to be taking the Astros in game three. Um, so you guys can take that. I think they're plus 112 with Javier. And I'm just, I'm not a believer in Scherzer right now. And with you taking game three, I also think you can grab the Astros plus 400 to win this series. I think that's a good, a good bet. I mean, it's a little lower than I would want it to be. I don't have a model for baseball. Everybody knows this. I just kind of just pick my spots and play the market and, you know, just view what I'm seeing. Um, and I just think Astros should be able to win game three. I don't think it's over. Now, that Philly series, um, I'm leaning towards the over seven and a half tonight. I'll be at that game. Um, but that's where I'm that's where I'm headed for baseball tonight. Um, you guys know that um I do like the Liberty in WNBA in game three, yeah, game four rather. Um, and I think they have a chance of coming back and winning this series, especially without Chelsea Gray. But Eli, is there anything you want to tell the people um where they can find your work? Um, is there anything that you want to promote before we get up out of here? Yeah, for sure. You can check out my NFL content, whether it's at thelines.com. I do weekly betting columns, and you could also find my podcast, The Lines Podcast. Just search The Lines. I do a couple NFL pods a week, and we'll be having you on, Raheem, in a few weeks. So looking forward to it, man. So it's always an honor, man. I mean, I mean, we've done like great stuff together. So I'm glad I could finally get you on here. I mean, this is probably you're probably you're the second guest on the Rashadamas show. So it's, it's truly an honor. You gave the people some really sharp information today. So um, make sure you check out Eli at thelines.com. He always has great work. He's always giving sharp NFL picks. And then I mean he's a big college basketball guy. Um I know you will get along great with JJ. I mean, you hit a, a 50 to one ticket on UConn last year. So uh, I don't bet much college basketball, but I might have to start trailing you. <laughs> yeah, man. I got a couple of futures in our Discord channel. It's free. We're not touts. I promise. I know uh, you, Raheem, and myself, we hate tout betting community on You know what? I actually, Twitter. I don't necessarily hate touts. I have a different view of it. I, I hate the scammy type touts, but I, I like, like people, Ask me all the time, when are you going to start selling picks? And I'm like, I'm never selling picks. But believe it or not, I actually buy picks from people. Um, like, there's a couple of people out there. I'm not going to name them, but it's, if, I mean, I'll say it. Like, I mean, there's guys like RAS. There's guys like, there's, who just provide sharp information. And not only do they provide sharp information, 
they let you know when the market is going to move. So if I want to make a move on a game, I need to know what everybody else is thinking. And if somebody is releasing a package and they're moving the market, I kind of got to know because they're competition. So that's one of the reasons why I buy picks, um, which is, I mean, it might surprise people, but I just think it's, it's good to know as much information, know what people are thinking so I can plan my moves before somebody else. Because after a while, you, like, I know what people are thinking. If I, if I see somebody's moves more enough, I can, I can kind of think like them and then I can kind of time my moves so they don't beat the market before me. <laughs> Yeah, and I've known Adam Chernoff for a long time. He's now part of the RAS team. Great mm-hmm. guy. Mutual mm-hmm. respect for one another. I, I think I meant that more towards yeah. the touts that have no idea what they're doing and aren't moving a market and are scamming yeah. and stealing people's money. That's Yeah, yeah, I, I don't like so those. I meant that too. But yeah. yeah, I was. I mean, I haven't really, I haven't really, I never really spoken on touts or anything like that, but I just kind of wanted to make that clear to people just because I think there's some people out here who just, you know, they're giving information and it could really help people. So um, I, I never, like, and my, my biggest thing, I try to be, like, gambling t- Twitter is, like, extremely negative. <laughs> so I try not to talk negative about anybody. I always want to be positive. Um, and this is my first time ever speaking on touts. So <laughs> it is what it is. But this has been the Rostradamus Show. We're back. FanDuel TV, East Coast Bias. Myself, John Jaskrimski, House. Y'all know how it's going down. East Coast Bias. Check that out on Thursday, 10 p.m. on FanDuel TV. Check out Warren Sharp and House on Friday on the Ringer Gambling Show. And you can check out my main man, Eli, at thelines.com. The great NFL work. You know how it's going down. Roger Thomas Show. Must be 21 and up in President Select States. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with the Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambler problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG. Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 if you're in Arizona. If you're in Connecticut, call 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit GamblingHelplineMA.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK in New York.